Hello, you're listening to the Jurassic Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. Yeah, this week we talk about uh, Rockaway Beach Review. I went to Rockaway Beach last weekend and um, yeah, going to tell you all about that. Also, uh, chat about buffet food, which we experienced there as well. And um, what we got to last week in gigs coming up this week. It's going to be a busy one. Right, we're going to kick off the show. Uh, with a brand new track off their new EP. Uh, This is called Come Up For Air and it's by Cosmic Ninja. Show that side. I'm scared because I never dare to face all those demons in my head. I don't want to be a 
Hello, um, welcome to the Glastonbury Calling Podcast with Ian and Jem. How you doing, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Still got the cough that goes yeah. on. This is my week. I'm, is everyone getting bored of this? Because I am, yeah. and I'm not wishing to give it to anyone, but uh, no, I'm okay. Had a little bit of a chat today, doing a presentation on some uh, library project that I'm working on, which hopefully will be around Somerset. And uh, I started coughing. Yeah. And it's like, this is like seven weeks now. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to feel I'm better, but I'm all the better for seeing you and uh, ho- having everyone else virtually joining us as well. So that that gives me, me raises my energy levels. Well, you've been missed. What have you been up to? I'm not even going to start oh, about well, me. On, honestly, yeah. I'm where do we be, start? I'm, I'm going to be useless today. My brain's absolute mush. Ah, I mean, I went, I went, I went to an album launch uh, for Sprints, who are band that's been played a lot on radio six and i reckon it's one of the best going to be one of the best albums of the year i think there's going to be a lot of acts struggling to and everyone and someone stopped me in the street and said oh yeah yeah i saw that band that you went and watched last night who you know oh, what were they called what were they called and i couldn't even remember what they were called and i went and watched the band last night i had to go i talked to i spoke to someone earlier about the about the gig and i was discussing the gig with them and chatting about the band and then of course and then just my whole head just went my brain is mush honestly it's like so, so you're turning into me basically yeah yeah so it's going to be like that today so but, yeah. but it was a band called it's Sprints. fun though isn't it sprints absolutely brilliant you know Uh, would i like them yes yeah for sure for sure there's you didn't say that very for surely though oh no 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 you will you'll like them they're from dublin okay yeah so um yeah uh, i do love music of all kinds uh, no they play on six they're on the a-list on six music now actually so um yeah i remember when you took me we digress but you we met up at Glastonbury Festival a few years back. He said, I'm going over to what yeah. was formerly known John Peel stage, now Woods's. And uh, he said, oh, let's meet up at Fontaine's DC. Was it, is it, I've got the right name of the band? Yeah, Fontaine's? that's right, yeah. Yeah, listen to that. Look, I'm ahead of Ian here. Yeah. And we met up there and they were awesome. And they're Irish. They're an Irish band. They're an Irish band, yeah. So, yeah. okay, let's put you on the spot. I hate dividing and ruling, but Fontaine's DC is good, better than Sprints. Will oh, Sprints they're, be as good? they're with each other. Excellent. So it's going to be like that, is it? Yeah, they're with. They're going to be on Woods's stage, are they? Uh, this eh? year, they're going to be on Woods's stage this year. I reckon so. I, I was, I was. Uh, in, in, in fact, the um, uh, chap I was chatting to, he's, he's involved in Woods's stage anyway. So, um, mm. I did sort of say, oh, I reckon they'll be on there this year. So, uh, and he said, yeah, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't surprise me. Mm, interesting uh, yeah i yeah. love i love it it's really good isn't it when you're in a moment and you're seeing a band we had that years back when we saw paul erin at cobblestones that kind of yeah. special moment and and also when you took me to idols it felt very special that that time i went to see them in bath and uh when you have that moment you'll never forget that yeah. although you really yeah. have forgotten it that, that's a bit of a problem when you can never remember but never forget no, I have. I'll remember it anyway. I remember it because I took a little video of it. So whenever I take a little video of it and post it, it's, at least I can go back to it and it will jog my memory. So, do you want to hear something that's really interesting but nerdy? 
Go on, go on then. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good to me. I like nerdy. Okay, we're talking about gigs and where they may have been. You know, so you you were talking about you couldn't remember sprints when you were talking to someone. How about this? Because I'm awake in the night, I had this kind of whatever the opposite is of an uh, an intrusive thought. I had an outrusive thought, a love thought of a, okay. a music love thought. Okay, so here it was at three in the morning, and I was trying to remember my first festival I ever went to. It was Reading. Yeah, and I thought, I wonder who played at this Reading festival because I can remember bits of it. I remember being really, really muddy, but I can't remember all the acts that I saw. So first of all, guess the year, my first ever festival that I went to my first and where was it? Your first ever Reading, so I'll go. My first ever festival. Oh, first, festival. Well, my first it, ever festival and where uh, it was. 1982. Oh, I really love you. But it's actually earlier than that. 1976. 76. was my first ever know. festival, okay? And it was during my kind of O-level GCSE sort of time-ish. Yeah. Uh, I must be over 17 because we drove there in a bit sort of a banger of a car. Where was it? Where was it? Yeah. Um, so where we um, I can give I, you a clue. If you yeah, when you you can either have a random guess or go. Because you a clue. were living around London, weren't you? I would think. So yeah. maybe Brockwell Park. Okay. So first it's it's a rite of passage and it still is for first time festival revelers. Reading? Yep. You got it. So yeah. even in my day. So here's the lineup for 1976. This is what I saw, and I'll tell you what I remember. Believe it or not, they played kind of as a as a sort of a group around Glastonbury recently. Gong were headliners on Friday night. Oh, bloody hell. I don't remember them. Then Mighty Diamonds. I remember a bit of reggae liking that. Yeah. Uroy. Um, and then on the Saturday, believe it or not, I can't even remember this, Rory Gallagher. So we had that Irish yeah. thing, Fontaine's DC. I mean, that was, you know, awesome guitarist. Yeah, And yeah. I thought, I can't believe I saw it. I can't remember, but I really liked what uh, Rory got. Manfred Mann's Earth Band, Van de Graaff Generator, uh, Pat Travers Band. But then listen to this on the Sunday, Ted Nugent's. Ugh, sorry, sorry, Ted. Um, and that was it, really. It wasn't the best of lineups, should we say. Um, but apparently I've seen Rory Gallagher. So... Oh, wow. I know. So when you get, I don't know how much, 40-odd years' time when you're 100 and something, will you remember sprints? That's the great thing. You can look up places you've been to, get set lists for bands you've seen and gigs you've been to. So you yeah. probably get a sprints uh, uh, set list as well. Oh, there's also uh, Phil Manzenera uh, um, from uh, Roxy Music. and Apparently Brian Eno was on that. So I was really looking into it and seeing where these gigs were. So anyway, that's my nerdy musical moment. Oh, wow. Wow. I'll tell you one thing you made, made me think I'm going to have to look at. I'm gonna, it reminded me of going to all those um, Bristol Community Festivals, straight Ashton Court Festival. Mm. All those years I used to go to that. I went, yeah. And yeah. it was like... They were good, weren't they? Yeah, they were really good. I mean, that and, really uh, was the precursor of a Glastonbury Calling, except it was in one place where Glastonbury Calling's on sort of five yeah, or six yeah. menus, isn't it? But it's it's like, yeah, I used to go, go to that all the time. And it was... Um, you know, it's not a camping one. You just had to go in and out each day, didn't you? You know, so um, and the train was always back quite quite late from Bristol anyway. But um, yeah, I have to have a look through some of those lineups. See, because they I had good headliners. I went to about two or three, but that was in yeah. the nineties. Was when I went. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's also how times have changed with music, where everything has now become much more corporate. We were talking about small venues closing, oh, yeah. these big venues. In those in those days at Ashton Gate, it was largely free. You made a donation. Uh, and it's not like, you know, £100 or whatever you're paying to see Massive Attack on the Downs uh, this, this year. Uh, there's no sponsorship or anything, not that Massive Attack do that. So, yeah, these community festivals. But then look at Summerton and look at all the festivals that we have in our area, you know, Home Farm and Blastery Calling. They, yeah. that, that has the same kind of soul, doesn't it? Don't you think? Yeah, it has the same sort of soul. That's yeah, so I'm going to get you the challenge for next time if we can remember. So we 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 like our podcast because we can listen back to remind ourselves what we've promised each other. Why don't you look at your first festival on next week's podcast and we and go through the line? Okay, yeah, I'll 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 look up. Um, yeah, I'll I'll look up. I mean, my first one. Yeah. I'll, anyway, yeah. Go on, give it. Give us up. give us an okay. intro so we got something to look. Give us one act that you can remember. You remember seeing what from um from your my first festival. First festival. Well, first uh, would have been Reading. Oh, so the same for you. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Um, or would it? I don't know. I'll have to have a look. I'll have okay. To have so a think he's already it. forgotten, you know. But he's got an excuse yeah. for that because it was a few years I ago. Did yeah, I did tell. I tell you. I couldn't remember no the gig, gig from last night. So how am I going to remember my yeah, first? Yeah. Festival? Okay. Well, where, who did you see last last night? Because we were supposed to. I, link up then and then he went to sleep and then I yeah well this no and... last night it was a rough trade at uh bristol so it's an album launch one so oh, it was the sprint song was it last night yeah yeah gosh or two nights ago yeah who knows how many really nights ago good. it is right anyway well, i'm handing over to you what we got this week oh god well I'll, i'm just gonna play some music because okay <laughs> we 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 said so far uh we, we kicked the show off with a new track by cosmic ninja anyway um called come up for air uh, and we've got another uh, new track to play for you. Uh, this is by uh, being sent in by Smudge, uh, a local legend who plays in Matt Johnson and the Reprobates, and uh, who are playing at the Rice Glasson uh, uh, Recording. There's a lot of people coming down to watch them. It's a track called Invisible Nation. You 
was secrets by don't do tuesdays this is me going through the back catalog again digging digging the old one out on, on my old uh like i said uh, uh uh last week i'll have a look through and um see what other stuff i've got on there anyway so uh that's one of them so yeah um one of the things i was at this weekend uh just gone was rockaway beach which was damned amazing well the music was damned amazing there was some sort of um one or two small issues with them running out of beer and stuff like that. Um, but um, no, no, it was, it was great music. Uh, they had two stages. Uh, it was in Butlins at Bogner, so uh, that was quite good. Um, and uh, there was some brilliant music. We got got there about one o'clock, a couple of beers, and then the first act was on around about four o'clock. So it was a great lineup. 
and um yeah we got to see loads of people uh who i bumped into again at, at the uh at rough trade at bristol anyway so um you know that was quite good uh but sort of like um yeah on on the friday the, the i i i didn't put the whole um uh, all the acts that i saw uh, i put up the highlights for us so uh first band highlight were chalk who were really interesting they were like um or electronic um dancey stuff a bit sort of new order new order joy divisiony type stuff they were really good uh, i enjoyed them and uh uh the other act on friday really stood out it was a band called bob villain who were absolutely amazing they were on radio six today doing an interview and live session mm. so so if yeah so let, let, let's take it back a moment. Yeah. Why is it called Rockaway Beach? Because I always get that confused with Rockaway Park near Shepton Mallard. Yeah. So why is it called Rockaway Beach? Because whenever you mention it to me, I've no idea where it's located. And well, and... well, it's it's at Butlins at Bognor, but it's like you walk out the front front of the front of there, and you're on the beach basically. So mm-hmm. That's why I guess it's called Rockaway Beach, and the beach is quite rocky. So I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with that. Or rock uh, music, maybe, yeah. Or rock, rock music. Yeah, I didn't know it was in Bognor. I was, I was, I'm still getting my head that you're in Minehead. So I don't know yeah. no, why. No. Butlins does music there, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Butlins do yeah. the music there. But um, So yeah, the biggest brilliant. surprise act, something you didn't, you weren't really expecting, you thought we'd check something out, and it was much better than you thought it was going to be. What stands out? What stands out? Um, well, oh, yeah, there was... Um, well, I'll go through each day, and okay. then because they also, I mean, Bob Villain. Well, Chalk was a new one on me. Bob Villain, I'd heard before, but I had nothing like, like they were what they were like live. They were just absolutely. Uh, it was a drummer and another guy, and there were two um, London lads with dreads, and uh, you know, it, it was it was it was great because they're black kids playing punk music which is like fantastic really to see and uh, uh and it's sort of mixtures between you know rap and chat and stuff like that and it, they, they were phenomenal live he, they laid down their guitar on a backing track so the lead singer uh they're both called bob funnily enough um he he was just on it and dancing and and had some slick moves all the time. So uh, they were brilliant. So on, on the Saturday, uh, nice surprise on the Saturday standing because someone pulled out lonely tourists played. Oh, nice. So that was, that was uh mega. So Did you know that was it a surprise to you when it happened? Uh, and... He, he announced it later in the week after we'd yeah. done recorded the podcast. So I didn't yeah. mention, I didn't mention it, know about it on the podcast. Then Karen said, Oh, do you, you see who's, who's going to be playing? I was like, well, no. <laughs> so like, Solo or with a band? Uh, just him and Chris played okay. together. Yeah. They go, they went down really, really well again, yeah, you know, would, yeah. Um, yeah. which was really nice. Uh, the band John really loved them. Punk sort of punk duo who shout a lot. Um, po- punk sort stroke post-punk. They were really good. The, the standout 
and surprise on that day as well was a band called Dream Wife, who were all girl band. Uh, and they were just, they were really on, they were really, I, I heard their tracks, some of their tracks, and I thought, oh, this sounds like a good band. But they were really on it. They were really entertaining, a proper rock and roll band, you know. The guitarist, she looked, she was left-handed guitarist. She looked really glammy. She could really, she really could play the guitar really well. And um, that on drums, they had like a female singer who just owned it. She just, she just like... You know, she she was giving lots of stares to the crowd, uh, and and the bass player was going for it all the way through. So they were really entertaining. I definitely, I'd really recommend to people to go and see Dreamwife. They they mm. were an excellent band. So they headline there uh, in in Reds on the Saturday, and then on the Sunday, uh, a cracking band called Snakes. A lot of people have said about them, and they—they—they're a bit, um, oh, uh, a little bit sort of pop eat it selfie type thing, you know, with sort of uh, backing beats and um, strong guitar and drums, and um, yeah, they were really good. Snakes, S N A Y X. If anyone wants to look for them, I'd really recommend them. Uh, uh, band called Dead Letter. That was a bit of a surprise. Uh, they were really good. Uh, indie, poppy type band. Everyone loved them. They've got a good following as well. And they were really good. And then finishing off on the Saturday were the Cribs, uh, who are a band I'd heard so much about. You, everyone knows the Cribs. You know, I've never seen them like they're one of those bands that just bypass everyone. And mm. you know, everyone says what a great reputation they have live. And really, they come out around about the same time as the Arctic Monkeys, they them two together. And you draw the parallels with them. Arctic Monkeys like went on them they're a massive band now, headlining festivals and all that sort of stuff. Um uh, the Cribs always went along, appreciated by all the musicians, great reputation, never really, you know, never really went to great scales, great heights. But out of the two now, I mean, when I've seen the Arctic Monkeys live on, on, on telly and caught them on that, I mean, they're so dreary and boring. I mean, they haven't got, they haven't got much energy. They don't seem to gel together and that now. Um, just seemed like Alex Turner's backing band. Uh, but whereas the Cribs are, are like two brothers and uh, three brothers in, in, in the band, and they're just like so much energy and play great stuff. And they haven't lost their direction at all over the same period as the Arctic Monkeys, and they kept the, the same energy up as well. So they were fantastic. They were really good. I I um are just distracted. You know what happens? I'm having yeah. my three o'clock in the morning moment of not talking about Reading Rock Festival, but Dream Wife. Yeah, and uh, th and then I'm seeing that they're playing in Bristol, twenty third of March. Twenty o'clock in the eleven o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking, who plays at eleven o'clock in the morning? morning? I know that's it. And then I'm trying to find out where the venue is, but I think there's something being announced at Ashton Gate Stadium. They're doing an all dayer. 
I could sort of in mini March. festival in March, Ashton Gate Stadium. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't I don't know for sure, but anyway, that's when they're next playing in the area. Okay. March. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll sorry, you got me distracted. You you mentioned them to me. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> sound are, are you, uh, yeah. I'd say definitely go and watch them. Certainly go and watch Cribs. Dead Letter. They're really good and well worth watching. Snacks are. Um, Bob Villain. That you know they're getting new stuff out now. They 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 were phenomenal. Uh, quite political as well. But um, yeah, if you could, if you can handle the politics, uh, but they 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 were blinding live act and yeah so definitely all of those well recommended go and check them out really so really what you're saying is when you when the when the frying pan is on the fire use an oven glove glove yeah for sure for sure okay good well that's rockaway rockaway beach i don't think i'm I'm kind of just stay in bed and listen to you telling me about the music and i'll look them up and yeah i like to see a small venue gig i'm sort of yeah 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 no, it's good. It was good. Right. Uh, we'll play some more music. Um, this is uh, a new track by Billy in the Low Ground and um, No Chance for a Slow Dance. <laughs> Chance. She's leaving. 
That's Serenity by Ian Perry, uh, who is playing down to King Arthur on Sunday. I think that's about the only gig that's on the weekend at the King Arthur. Um, I can't find anything else. I think they're still in the middle of doing their refurb, but what I've seen online, their refurb looks really nice. I have to go and check that that out, mm. really, over the mm. next few days. Um, so like, when we're away, we had a nice buffet breakfast. What, what, what are you like with buffet food? I mean... 
But uh, yeah, no, I've um, I've I've kind of grown up with it. I've been very fortunate. I've been taken to places with those buffets. In fact, had one today. Uh, oh yeah, at the uh, at the Guild Hall in Chard, and there were just sandwiches. I think the thing I love about b- buffet food, you can sneak in as many yeah. times as you want. No one really really knows or minds. I think today's buffet food was really lovely to have when you're working. Um, so for me, I was looking for my egg sandwich when it comes to buffet food. But I do remember with my parents going on some stuff and also taking my kids where you can have all you eat. And like an, I've tried this all-inclusive thing where you get cocktails and things. Yeah. And on the one hand, when you're younger, you kind of really love it because if you haven't got a lot of cash, but you've got enough to be able to pay for the thing in the first place, it's quite nice to go back as many times as, as you want to, to get your money's worth. Yeah, I quite like buffet food. I I quite like foods where you've got like, do, cooked yeah. foods and you can choose a mix and mash from a curry through to maybe, uh, I don't know, some whatever um, chickpeas or whatever, and you can mix it with meat or veg- vegetarian food as well. Um, so I I like it. Uh, it's just got to be of a reasonable quality and hot. Yes, yeah, Sometimes sure. it gets a bit cold, doesn't it? The worst thing about buffet food. Um, my kids grew up where you could have an, like an all-you-can-eat breakfast or hotels and you go away. Love yeah. a, b- a buffet yeah. breakfast. What I don't like is when you've got cold, scrambled eggs and they've congealed a little bit. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Or that's not so so nice. But generally, I, I find it – I still feel it's a treat. Uh, and I do really like the idea. I get quite, quite excited. Probably – we thought of it as better than sometimes it is, but so then, then again, I'm a fan. You know, some things are nicer when they're left a while. Like that, I like the beans when they've been sat there a little uh, while and they go nah. all nice and stodgy. And that, that that's um, you're not selling this to me. That, that, I don't anyway, want to have know. beans that are nice and stodgy that are cold. That's no way you're going <laughs> to get me cold. I didn't say I want cold. my beans hot, you know, and I don't yeah. want too many of them because they do have that impact on me. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Without any further detail. No, no, no. We had um, yeah, like the, the buffet we had was quite nice. We had we had we just had breakfast really, but that was great. And like when you have a buffet breakfast, the, the I think the the mistake every. I've I've learned you don't make uh, buffets is like which is quite easy at breakfast because you don't make a mistake. But if you're having a buffet meal, um, it's quite easy to go. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that, and put it on your plate. And then by by the time of it, by, by the time you get back, you've got an Indian mixed with Indian food, mixed with Chinese food, mixed with Thai food, mixed with English food. So it gets all confusing, you know. Your body—it's not confusing. Know what's you just happening. eat it all. That's that—that's why buffet food's good. But yeah. um, so so for me, I like the idea of being able to just help yourself and pick. Now the thing is, at buffet breakfast, do you eat the fruit? Oh yeah, yeah. I had some. Fruit. Do you eat the fruit before fruit. or after? Oh, you have before. your. Oh no! I, I, to be have. fair, I, I had it. it. I had it before and after. Okay. I had some fruit on my cereal. Yeah. Then I had a breakfast. And then I had a couple of uh, nice slices of melon to cleanse cleanse the palate. You see, that's it. So this is something I've been brought up on on buffet yeah. breakfast food. Everyone, what I think is, I kind of want to have a little bit of like a juice or something first, a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, or whatever. Then I might go for a croissant if I'm hungry or something like that, and I'm straight to my cooked breakfast. 
Then I feel a bit guilty, so I offset it with my five a day. <laughs> but I have 20 afterwards to make up for the food that I've eaten before. So yeah. I love my fruit afterwards. But here's the thing. In all, best for your digestion is to have your fruit first. Right. That's what I have been told, not by experts, and that might be wrong, but I prefer it afterwards for the cleansing of the palate. So I love the idea of buffet food, but it's so 1970s, isn't it? Why can't they change the name of the word buffet? Because I think I'm on a train, a buffet car on a train. Yeah. And I, I wish they'd just change the name, then I'd be totally, to totally converted. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I love it. I love it. It's quite. I mean, just quite, all you can eat really is, is what it was. What they would say yeah. across the pond. Yeah, you get yourself sorted for the day. Really, you know, yeah. you have a nice breakfast, and then you know the rest of the day you don't have to. You don't worry till the evening. Well, know? that's the thing is you have your buffet, and you think don't need it. It's really good value for money, and then some other food comes along, and then you just. So you kind of gorge a bit more. So I'm a person yeah. that would probably go from a buffet and then if something else crops up in the afternoon if it's served, I'd eat that as well. Oh, I know. oh well. That's why I don't do it very often. <laughs> That's why you don't. Right, let's play some more music then. Um, this is a new one sent in by Ram Eagle uh, down in uh, Exeter and a track called Neon Paradise. <laughs> Is it? 
place your feet firmly beneath one by one get to where you need hold your thoughts don't feed them anymore break out of your routine be who you need to be Come and dance, come and play By the river we are away And on the sun is shining Look behind at all you've done Keep those times on your tongue No complaints with no way to save You're just the person you have become Sway in the wind or find your ground Spirit within has been found and all the sun is shining and all your love your love So that's uh, Place Your Feet by Sam Evans, and he's playing as part of the Pilton stage um, at um, the Pilton Workingmen's Club on Sunday, on Saturday, sorry, with Sam Schrodel, uh, The Stills, Crispin, Susie Mills, Sam Evans, and King Tut's Revenge, who we're going to play at the end of the show. So, um, yeah, um, that's one to see on Friday is uh, Anna Nersella Chair, I think, something like that. Craig McFarlane at the Assembly Rooms. They've got Assembly Rooms fundraiser on this weekend. Um, DJ Sal at the Art Bank. And uh, let's see, uh, Chaos Pierce and DJ Boiler on at the Assembly Rooms. Uh, they've got some DJs on on Saturday uh, as part of their fundraiser. And then on Sunday, Ian Perry, as we said earlier, at the King Arthur. So uh, there are the gigs this weekend. If you want to go to anything, Do you, are, you, are you going to uh, doing anything? Not um, sort of deliberating. I'm, I'm still, sort of still struggling at the moment with gigs, but only because mm. uh, I don't want to cough in the middle of it, and that's that's yeah. that's what's putting me off a little bit. But I've I eyed up. You know, I'm thinking about going to King Touch Revenge. I like them a lot. Yeah. Love Sam Evans, really pleased. It's Heat Three at the Pil- Pilton Club, and I and I've never been actually. Although I, I love seeing all the acts and follow it, yeah, I've never been. So I'm sort of tempted by that. So that, that's a plan. Um, but you know what? I'm actually interested in 
possibly Sunday, which you haven't mentioned, and I want to okay, give a bit of a on, shout then. out for. And it is the uh, Wells Jazz Collective, which features oh. the wonderful Paul Cannon on sax. Yeah. Uh, a lunchtime jazz concert. Uh, I think it's about one o'clock. And uh, you can get your food. And I love the idea of jazz and just don't oh, where know where playing? to go for jazz. They're playing the Red Brick Building. Oh, um, okay. it's, got, cool. uh, it's free, so that's also a nice. Runs from 1 to 3 p.m. Bit of nice jazz, cool jazz on Sunday. When I was a student, yeah. um, I just remember we just went, we would cross, as a student in uh, Goldsmiths in southeast London. And on a Sunday, we'd just walk across Blackheath, Greenwich, and then end up in the Greenwich Theatre. And I'd never really seen jazz live before ever. And we just sat in this theatre, just drinking beer, as students do, listening to this incredible music that I didn't know very much about. And it got yeah. me into jazz. And what got me into jazz is Sunday lunchtime. Whatever was on, I'd be um, really, really interested. So although I don't like my trad jazz, I like, I'm like. i still very much interested in jazz. I thought the idea of Sunday jazz is very... No, 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 that sounds really We're thinking good. about getting some lunch and that's, just checking out that's, that's the world's weird, jazz like... collective. Yeah, that's weird because I went on the um, Red Brick Events uh, page on their Facebook thing to check check out, and I, they, they didn't have anything down on there. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you order your food at the weird. old tannery, and yeah. uh, it's served up when the jazz is on. I, I just can't think of a better. So that's I think Sunday, we'll probably... Sunday roast and jazz. Yeah, or whatever they serve. I'm sure they have a mixture of food, don't they? Yeah, so that is something that um, I'm hoping we can go to so that's the plan yeah nice that sounds really mm -hmm. good that sounds really good yeah i'm well, not sure yeah. I'm, I'm you taking I'm, the weekend I'm off now to go i'm hoping to go to the pilton stage the weekend i mean that'll be three gigs that'll be what 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 that'll be friday saturday sunday gig monday and tuesday off wednesday gig thursday friday off saturday gig Ooh. <laughs> so i'm gonna i mean we'll we'll see i mean we'll we'll i wouldn't mind going I yeah. quite like line like the lineup anyway, so I quite like to go. We're just it's only after last time we couldn't get a seat, so we might go down really early see if we can get a seat mm. uh, first. Like because Karen sort of struggles with her leg a bit, uh, so we need to need to get down there a little bit earlier. I think. Yeah, but, you know. So yeah, so all good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And then some. I've just been sort of. Uh, looking at some really um, good music, actually, at the moment. I'm sort of, so we'll, we ought to sort of um, have a kind of a podcast about sort of local music, but I'm just trying to explore a bit more of the Bristol music scene. Yes. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of new acts that's come to my attention, one of which um, I want to mention to you, if we've got time, yeah. is, uh, and I might pronounce it wrong, so you might have to correct me on next week's show. Uh, so... Story backstory is this: I was up at Glastonbury last year at the festival. Went, didn't see many gigs because I was working there, and uh, stumbled into the green field, saw the portraits from Wells, yeah, and then just hung around the area. I really like the green fields, and then came across this band, thinking, "God, they're an American band," and it was crowded. And then more the music was hotting up. There was only about sort of fifty of us in the audience, but it was packed in this small area. Delta Louisiana Delta Blues with this amazing. I thought an American black singer who was just totally soul. He oozed soul and coolness. Yeah. And I just thought, I've got to stay for this whole gig. Absolutely amazing. And I couldn't remember the name of them. Oh, God. And then I came across, I don't know where, in Searching for Music, there's an album just been released by them, and it's cropped up somewhere, probably on the folk, folk radio um, web 
page, which is great for getting sort of in, in different music. And they're called Riviere de Bruy. And okay. they're based in Bristol. Oh, right. And they play original songs and they're just amazing. It's it's just, it's the real deal. I just really want to recommend yeah, yeah. them. So oh, I'm hoping that you might want to check them out. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. just think we've yeah. got to enjoy uh, 2024's Glastonbury Calling, but they would be good for 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be worth checking out, yeah. I definitely think we definitely. should have an away yeah, day. If you really thought they were good. Yeah, I think so. For sure. Yeah, right. Well, we better go. Yeah, we better go. Right. Um, nice to have you back. We're, and, and lovely to be back. So we're going to finish up with uh, King Tut's Revenge. And uh, this is a track called Ghost. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to us rabble on for a, a few minutes. And uh, Ramble really, on, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for bear, putting up with us. Yeah. We'll try and be better behaved next week. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Do you realize the goal?